This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good Monday afternoon to you. It is our Open Lines, Open Ideas program, and I'm back. And thanks to Bill Davis for filling in for a week. And I'm glad that Deanna's back so I don't have to get up early in the morning and do the morning news. We don't have a call screener, though, today because our guy Jason is off. Well, he's he's not feeling the greatest, so he's recuperating, I should say. And Maddie, who's usually here on Monday, she's off for a couple of weeks, too. So I'll take your call still. Just be patient. Give us a call. Let it ring. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. Whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you. And a busy weekend, a busy week. Didn't get to be here to talk with you about the election, the results, conclusions that we can draw from uh, what happened last Tuesday and what continues to happen. I mean, that's just the way these elections are now with more and more jurisdictions allowing mail voting, you know, expanded uh, uh, what do you call it? Absentee ballots. Uh, now we just, we just have mail ballots, mail-in ballots here. We just have ballots, uh, but uh, absentee ballots in other places. So they kind of, they come in over a period of days, and I know a lot of places don't allow them. Well, they allow them up until I think to receive them up until like Saturday, like this past Saturday. Of course, ours have to be postmarked by the the election day. But uh, we want to hear from you, whatever is on your mind, and uh, as I said. Let it ring, and a high caller, hang on just a second. I'll get right with you. I've got to pick up another call here because I don't have a screener. So we're going back to that just, just for today, hopefully. But, hey, caller, hang on. I'll be right with you. It's KGMI Connects. I've just got another person to pick up here in just a moment. So our phone number, once again, 360-676-5464. And, uh, let's get, oh, well, that, that person hung up. So we got you on the line. Hi, caller. What's your name? Hey, Joe. It's John from Ferndale. How are you? Good to talk with you, John. I'm doing well. I took last week off, too. You did, huh? You didn't call Bill at all? I didn't call. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to the news. Really? Uh, Okay. uh, Michael Moore clued me in, along with Rachel Maddow and Hal Sparks. And, yeah, I wasn't worried about the red wave or anything. Uh, uh, People are realizing what this is really all about, it's all an attack on the right to privacy, start with women, then they, you know, have the right to track us and do whatever they want. But I was listening to Dennis Prager, and, you know, I sometimes I wonder why do I punish myself. I took a week off, and it's like, man, I could be doing – I got my house <laughs> painted. And <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so productive, right? Uh-huh. But um, he he's talking about like about how how dumb you and I are, Joe. Okay. We're so stupid, you know. We don't even know who Jordan Peterson is, you know. And uh, I mean, I've known about Jordan Peterson for years. You know, he's this psychiatrist, psychologist who had to leave Canada because you know, basically they had a trans woman there. And he wouldn't. He would kept calling her Mister. And it's like, well, what okay. a jerk! What a jerk, right? So then he comes down here and he's got his lobster theory about how we're all like lobsters or something. And you can read about it if you want to bore yourself. But the thing I find most amazing is he's got a very Jordan Peterson has a very bootstraps kind of attitude about you know. And part of it is is good advice. Keep your room clean. You know, mm-hmm. I keep things right. orderly and stuff, right? And this and that. But then he goes off on the insults and how women owe sex to men and there wouldn't be oh, all these, goodness. you know, I mean, just this ridiculous stuff. He, like uh, there was a model for Sports Illustrated who was plus size, very beautiful women, you know, uh, reminds me of like some of the, the, uh, the, the, the Inca fertility goddesses, you know. Uh, very round and very Rubenesque, uh, if you look at classic sculpture or, or painting. But she was apparently too overweight for Jordan Peterson. He didn't think she was attractive. And, and most people were like, she's beautiful. What are you talking about? 
Okay. She, she's too hot for you, Jordan. But yeah, he's he could, got hooked on benzodiazepines on uh, on Xanax and had to have an emergency. Like he couldn't go through regular the regular way to quit drugs, which is titrate down and go through withdrawal and have a doctor there. He goes to Russia, gets put in a coma. Huh. Russian doctors and goes through the whole withdrawal thing, and then they wake him up, and then his daughter gives him COVID. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Like, but this guy, when, you know so a lot about I, this guy. I, I have to admit, I don't know him. I, I'm not up to speed on this Jordan Peterson. He, like, I'm looking at Wikipedia start, here. But, okay. Jordan Peterson will well, start talking about conservative things, and then he'll – He'll start crying and stuff, but okay. but uh, you know I think what it is is he he realizes like 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 all the thought leaders and everyone who who loves this this country is that we have to detrumpify the country, okay. and that means sending him to jail and getting rid of everybody who has that tainted stench of Trump on them. Okay. Oh well. I all right. I. I... I don't know that we need to do that, but uh, well, thanks, John. Thanks for getting us rolling here. Uh, let's and I, once again, I don't have a call screener, so let it ring. I know the people have been calling while I've been on with John, but three six zero six seven six five four six four and uh, anything goes as always here on KGMI Connects. And uh, hi, caller, what's your name? Uh, Jim. Hey, Jim. All right, what's on your mind here on this Monday? Oh, I just listened to Dennis Prager. And uh, he's saying that everything is the left's fault. He's the blanket condemnation of everything is the left's fault. I've often pointed out the left was responsible for Social Security, uh, Medicare, uh, you know, uh, OSHA, eight-day work week, two-hour, two-day work, uh, uh, paid vacation, stuff like that. But he's saying also that uh, it's a conservative value of free speech. And uh, because he's mad at the uh, cancel culture people on campuses, and Ann Coulter got bottles and cans uh, smashed together to make noise when she was speaking. So uh, if you just go back to your history, the original framers who were conservative uh, in the um, uh, uh, colonial era, before about the time they made, drafted the Constitution, uh, they did not want to originally put the— first 10 amendments, which included the First Amendment, freedom of speech, in it. And their Shays Rebellion was one of the things that happened that uh, some of the soldiers in the Revolutionary Army, uh, I think he was a Colonel Daniel Shays, uh, had an uprising because they weren't given what they'd been promised. They didn't have any land. They had very little way to support themselves. And so that was put down, but it caused a scare. And uh, so Madison and a few others, and George Mason was somewhat liberal. He would have maybe gone with, gone with it anyway, but they reluctantly, uh, to a certain degree, uh, uh, drafted the Ten Met Amendments as a stop to the uh, people. And uh, so I think uh, Dennis Prager is way off. Okay. Uh, I also point out that um, the U United States and, the, and Ukraine both voted against the U.N. General Assembly's resolution condemning Nazism, neo-Nazism, and all form of racism. So uh, okay. people would say, well, Kerensky is a Jew. That's true. And people on uh, Trump's staff and uh, Jared and Stephen Miller were Jews. And I pointed out before, it's probably mostly for the money. But when you get cutthroat things going on, like we do in this imbalanced uh, fiscally or uh, economically imbalanced country, then you can't really predict for sure. People will just do what's best for their interests if they're, especially if they're bad actors. And so well, okay. uh, I could go on and on, but that's that's what I thought I'd bring up today. All right, Jim. Appreciate it. Thanks for your call. Well, thanks for your, thanks yeah. for letting me call. All right, you bet. And I, and I didn't hear Dennis Prager today. I don't know that he, and, uh, but I have heard him say in the past that uh, the left is never right and the right is Almost always right, not all the way, always right, but um, and I, I don't think anybody's always wrong. I mean, what do they say? Even a broken clock is right two times a day. But um, I, I think uh, we've, what we've seen, and uh, just to say what we saw in this past election is that 
the, uh, this whole uh, – that maybe there's uh, – uh, the polarization was um, was um, oh, short-circuited a little bit. Not completely, obviously. I think we're still in our um, – we, we're in our corners. We're fighters in our corners, and we're going to come out and duke it out on issues. But uh, it seems that, uh, by and large, at least the majority of voters in many of these races around the country said – we don't want this constant uh, well th- we don't want this this division to to rule our country and ultimately we're not going to get anything done i think if you look at um just look at the third third congressional district here in washington state and um here we had a, a candidate a republican candidate joe kent who said he that's what he was going to do he was going to go to washington if he won and uh, just basically do battle with Democrats. He was going to impeach Joe Biden or do what he could to get the Joe Biden impeached. He was going to, uh, you know, uh, investigate the FBI. He was just it was just going to be obstruction, obstruction and no cooperation. And I mean, ultimately, there's t- a time for in- investigation and a time for all that. But um, isn't there a time for some a bit of cooperation and and. Getting things done, isn't that why we send people to Washington rather than just confront each other and, and, and uh, you know, point fingers and call names? Don't we send people to Washington to ultimately work together to do something positive for the country? That's my thought. But let's go back to the phones. And once again, I don't have a call screener, so give us a call 360-676-5464 let it ring and i'll get to you as soon as i can and before we take a break let's go to the phones hi caller what's your name rich in ferndale hey rich good to talk how's it going doing well well you must have had a long week working mornings and nights and i did yeah yeah it was it was a long one but i got got rested up over the weekend (laughs) that's good watch some football guys but not all that much if you look at percentages this election versus two years ago, there's very little difference as far as percentages. Everyone still believes the same as what they believed. Nothing really changed. Republicans may pick up a couple seats in the House, and that's it. So it's really nothing has changed at all. It's no one's minds getting changed. And they spend these hundreds of millions of dollars on campaigns, and for what? Didn't do anything. Yeah, that, the, the incredible amount of money that's spent is—it's just—it's mind-boggling. And like you said, we send them there to do stuff for us, but eighty percent of what they do is self-serving and pork. We got to get rid of the lobbyists. They got to have term limits. Why should the president have term limits, but not Congress? Seems a little unfair, don't it? The president can only have two terms, but Congress can—you know, like Patty Murray's there for thirty years, Chuck Schumer thirty plus. I mean, these—these these are power brokers. They're in position certain things and certain people and it's a real dirty place washington dc it's you gotta you want something done you gotta grease five or six palms along the way you want to do something for your district it's going to cost you four times that in greasing the palms of all the people that have inserted themselves in the middle of things that control things well, unelected can, bureaucrats well you can well i you can call it greasing the palms but i mean when you're looking for votes in a in a you know that's kind of how it works i mean well, you want to get about that. Yeah, i want something done for my district and it's going to cost some money so how well, can I get your vote? That, well, I, you know, I'm not going to vote for that. I don't want to spend money on your district. Right. I want to spend money on my district. So, so now we're doing ten things when we really only want one. Well, thing. it's kind of how it works. I mean, when you're talking about what how 435 members of the House and and 100 members of the Senate, how are you going to get all those people to say, okay, we'll vote on this one thing? Well, there I mean, there is a way, Joe. There is a way. If they yeah. weren't looking out for their own interests, if they were only there for six to eight years. They would be more likely to do what's right for the people rather than their legacy and their power. It's human nature to want power and control and to start something and see it through over decades. If you know you're not there for a long time, you don't as easily build these lifetime networks of corruption and and kickbacks. And it's just they're more likely to do the right thing if they're short timers. Well. It shouldn't it shouldn't be this. And they shouldn't be able to get kickbacks. I mean, these people, well, they make 180000 or something, which is a lot, but yeah. not really. But yeah. they're all far wealthier than that because of their insider trading and their kickbacks from lobbyists. And 
knowing what stocks to buy at the right time and just a lot of well, a lot of them are, I mean, you can't deny it, a lot of them are wealthy before they even run. Uh, but uh, it'd be interesting Some. to see, like, um, how... Young I people and I don't wealthy. know. I, I don't know how Rick Larson lives, but I don't think he's a millionaire. Maybe he is, but I don't know. It may know. not all be, but, but I, the I, high-up ones are the Nancy Pelosi's and Chuck Schumer's, and they're very wealthy. Well, Nancy, they, 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 Nancy comes from a very wealthy family. I know that um, a long time. Uh, but I... Uh, and I don't, I don't know. know. I, it, I, I understand what you're saying about term limits. And, it's common, and that's not it's just Democrats. Concern. That's Republicans, too. Sure, They're, sure. Like Mitch, Mitch McConnell's pretty darn corrupt, too. They've got ties to Russia and oil, not Russia, China, manufacturing. They, these people have incentives to not create jobs here. They have incentives because of their things they're invested in overseas, and it's more in their interest than it is in the public's interest. I wish there was a way to change it it didn't you know slowly over time this didn't happen overnight this happened slowly over 70 80 years they just slowly become more corrupt and more ownable you can own them by either having dirt on them or paying them off but they so all, that's, ultimately then no they when they do retire they become lobbyists but all right yes they should be illegal all right appreciate okay. your call good to talk with you again i've got to take a quick break we got folks calling and uh, let it ring i don't have a screener but i'll pick you up there during the break here and uh, we'll get to many as many of your calls as we can here on kg mike next 360-676-5464 heating emergencies happen when your house is freezing you need help and make it quick contact clean air heating and cooling their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your lennox furnace heat pump or fireplace this winter keep clean air heating and cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies call or text 398-9400 for 24 7 repair service when heating emergencies happen count on the professionals at clean air heating and cooling a lennox dealer online at callcleanair.com Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and I don't have a call screener today, so call, let it ring. I might even just throw you right live on the air as soon as I pick you up. Just be ready and let us know what's on your mind. And uh, we go to Rambler in Custer. Hi, Rambler. You know, I missed a little bit of the show just because it's ringing. You're doing a great job. Stupid smartphones hang up and stuff. So people just stick with it. Hang in there. He'll get to you. There you go. I only wanted to straighten the record. George Mason, my friend Jim, brought it up. Uh, George Mason is famous for not signing the Constitution because he thought it gave way too much power to the federal government and it would become oppressive. I'm not really sure if that's a left-wing position as we think of it today. Oh, okay. That's why he's one of my heroes and the one of my favorite founders. But anyway, and I miss the rest, and I have missed you, Joe. Well, it's good Again, to be back. Lord. I miss being hey. here, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. There you go. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Miss Harris. 
the most important. You, you skipped that week, the election week, I don't know. you? Well, oh, I, it was, I it was yeah, out yeah. of my control. <laughs> oh, no, I, I get it. It's, I'm teasing. It's like way back in the day, I guess it's everybody. Uh, the people at the bank I worked at were like, you took the week of WTO off? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Uh-huh. 40,000 people come to Seattle and riot. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know that? Uh, I can read. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, like, oh, wow. Why didn't I arrange my vacation that way? <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Appreciate it. It's good to be back. Uh, let's see. KGMI, I'm going to put you on hold. I don't have a call screener, so I'm going to put you on hold. And then I get another caller here. Hang on just a few minutes. I'll be right with you because I got uh, Seth in Bellingham ahead of you. Hi, Seth. Are you there? Go ahead, uh, this Seth. Is Chris. Oh, Chris. My name's Seth. I'm Chris. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. I misheard you when I picked up the phone earlier. What's oh, on your mind? No, Go ahead. That's fine. Uh-huh. I just want to comment on a couple little while ago. You were talking about the uh, different people that we send to Washington and stuff uh-huh. on whether or not, you know, crossing the aisle. Um, don't you want to get some of these guys out of office that have caused all this stuff in the last six years? Well, the, all, all, the, all the folks that are over there, and, you know, it's like, you know, I'm all about moving forward and, and, you know, being nice to everybody, but wouldn't it be nice to get rid of some of this garbage that's in there like, and the people that have caused us to be where we're at now? Well, I guess it depends on what, you know, what, well, where, example, where you think we're at and know, what you like to see. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I'd like to see, you know, the, the, the Biden conspiracy people, you know, at least be investigated. You know, I mean, they, they investigated Trump until, you know, every orifice has been opened and closed on him. And yet found nothing but yet we've got documented proof of all this time you know with the fbi and all the other powers to be and everything's just all nothing to see here why would we want as a country to keep the people in office and in power that are completely blind to one side okay well, there's a good yeah. chance that uh, we'll see Republicans, th- from what we hear, that uh, they'll likely take over the House. And then I think we can probably count on a couple of years of investigations that uh, we'll probably see Benghazi-style investigations of the of Biden and his family. Yeah, well, and like I say, the, the, just look at what's been going on for the last six years of what the Democrats have been doing to Trump, and so far— yeah, and I'm not a Trump fan. I mean, I personally don't like the guy. I might like his policies, but I didn't like. I thought he was a, you know, um, let's just say that he he didn't have very good individual people skills, but he did good okay. as far as policies. But and I'm not. I don't even want to go there because you know you, you mentioned the name Trump, and it seems like everybody on the left just you know uh, goes into you know zombie rage Con- just at the name of yeah. it. <laughs> you know, it's a, you know trigger word. And, uh, but, uh, you know, honestly, you know, for the, I mean, since day one with everything and all the stuff and speculation, I would like to see, you know, I know that I, I live my life on a daily basis and I try to do things the right way every time. And I guarantee you, if I step out of line, I get called on the carpet mm-hmm. and I expect other people to be called on the carpet. I don't care what their background is or their upbringing or i don't care anything about it you know if i'm gonna get called on for something i want them, i want the other guys to get called on the carpet for the same thing okay plain and simple you know no favoritism no no i don't think they need to be anybody needs to be treated any worse than the other i mean i think that's, that, fair. that's just yeah. it all right so i just like i say, i just it really took me a, a thought it really bothered me when you said that you know I, you know that you weren't interested in hearing any uh, you know, uh, committees and stuff like that. And, you know, it, sounded, it kind of sounded like you didn't use the words, but the impression I got was, you know, let's just let bygones be bygones. I'm like, no. Okay. Well, and I, I think you make a fair um, argument that uh, that these investigations, many of them but anyway, of them are there, some do. And many of them are used as political weapons or, and, and ways to hobble uh, a president or, mm-hmm. or someone else. 
I would say, for instance, I think the January 6th investigation had to go forward. This was a serious no. something. No. No. The, the, I mean, when, our, when, our, when, our, when the Capitol was attacked by a, 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 no. a wild the, mob the, the, that was supporting the, that was the sitting president at the time? Same scenario. What about the what about the hundreds of thousands of people that have been killed over the riots over the years? You know, Seattle, Portland, um, you know, Chicago, all these things that every well, they're mostly peaceful protests, blah, blah, blah. What the heck? Well, but you know, people where's the, have... where's the equality? Sure. January 6th. And let's face it, they're not the, on the Republican side of stuff that they're complaining about. And they still got people in jail there for this stuff. The only you know, there was nobody held. No, there, there was no harm done by any reasonable stretch of the media. The only person that got killed was Babbitt. Well, you know, no, there were by, others. got killed coming in through the deal. There were some the, five people that lost their lives. Their police, no, they, police the, officers, the other, police officers were assaulted and beaten. Our the the yeah, building was busted into. Gonna, I mean, I, I don't there, know. There, there were issues that we have not been given the stuff. Same thing. Where's Ray Epps? Why is Ray Epps gone? Um, but the bottom line comes down to equality. Okay. There is zero equality in the justice system. The January sixth, no, that was that was terrible. The the people that actually broke in and did. But I mean, my God, they got a grandma. They locked up a grandmother for walking around taking selfies. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. the laws and the rules and stuff are there for a reason. Okay. Reasonable doubt and reasonable exceptions. You know, it's like the cop pulling you over and throwing you in jail for six months because you were five miles over the speed limit. You know, the laws are laws. Sure, some got broke, whatever, and it's never a good thing. And I don't know anybody that thinks it was a good thing. Okay. But I also think that, you know, the January 6th just got drug out way, way far than it got. All right. I mean, because All right, here Chris. we are two years later, and they still haven't come up with an answer or any any charges. Well, 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 they've they've come up with charges, but okay, all right, Chris, I'll 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 let you have your say, and we'll take a quick break, and we got other folks calling in. We'll get right to you three six zero six seven six five four six four. Whatever's on your mind here on KGMI Connects. Back in a moment. The CHS holiday warm up is on. Your chance to save on your holiday shopping for everyone on your list, including the four footed ones. Enjoy some fun giveaways, great raffle prizes, and the famous bucket and bag sale. Don't miss the CHS holiday warm up happening now through the seventeenth. The holiday season creates magical moments to connect with your child. Did you know that singing with children or talking about the colors or smells of the season builds their vocabularies and helps their brains grow? As a parent, I'm the most powerful influence in my child's life. By taking a little time every day to talk, read, and sing with them, I'm setting them up for a lifetime of learning from the day they are born. Visit TalkingIsTeaching.org for free tips, ideas, and resources to transform everyday moments into magical moments for learning this season. are falling and so are the prices at Wilson's Furniture during their fall savings event. Stop by today and check out the amazing savings you'll find at Wilson's. Open seven days a week on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. Ooh, hey Paul, fancy seeing you here at Volley's. Planning to play a little pickleball? Oh, hi Howard, great to see you too. What, what's this? Stuck in line? Oh my, what a pity. Looks like you might not get onto a court until closing time. Yeah, well... I'd better be off. Don't want to miss my reservation on court two. Got to get to work on my dink shot from the kitchen. Hope to see you at the office tomorrow. If you're not still waiting in line. <laughs> Paul doesn't want to wait for a pickleball court and neither do you. Volley is now open. Become a monthly member for just $49 for your first month and play two free bonus hours every day at Bellingham's largest new pickleball sports center. Members also get priority sign up for league play. Volley is now open year round for competitive and recreational pickleball from 7 a.m. till 11 p.m. seven days a week with 24,000 square feet of indoor pickleball fun plus cornhole, darts, shuffleboard and a state-of-the-art golf simulator. To learn more and sign up for league play visit volleybellingham.com the latest local news and important topics of the day from the west mechanical studio tired of inefficient heating poor indoor air quality and rising energy bills contact west mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. 
We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we don't have a call screener today, but call and uh, let it ring, and I'll get to you as soon as I can. Jason, our usual producer during the program, at least part of the week, a little under the weather today, but uh, hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. Let's go to Bobby in Blaine. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Joe. What are your thoughts today? Uh, this, Go ahead. This phone call has nothing to do with politics. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> I wanted to tell you, KGMI has switched. I don't remember the gentleman's name that um, had his three-hour show after Rush died. Hugh Hewitt? But uh-huh. he, he was kind of pain in the Bedinsky. I do like the new program because okay. it's light. It's informative, and it makes for good listening in the morning when you're trying to get stuff done, and they don't put you in a bad mood. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, we just... Uh, just we to just... let you guys know, good change. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, there are some people who have been unhappy with the change, but uh, we've heard from a lot of folks who are like this, this, the tone of this program. It is live when it's presented here in KGMI. Hugh Hewitt was three hours delayed. And so I'm glad, glad you're enjoying it for sure. Definitely. All right. Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> you're welcome. You take care. Have a good evening. You too. Now let's go to uh, Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing okay. How are you doing? I'm just embarrassed at the level of, of fraud that actually does occur in this country. It's just it, it's just at an you know, epidemic level. Uh, you know, I lived in Chicago for 20 years, and the last four out of five Illinois governors have all been convicted of bribery, corruption, payoffs, uh, I remember the one, and it was a Republican governor, either. Uh, it was a uh, riot, mm-hmm. was actually selling driver's licenses because he was the secretary of state at the time. So he was in charge of, of the driver's license facilities, and they were selling driver's licenses to illegal immigrants for $700, which was then used to go into his reelection campaign fund. That's exactly what he got convicted of. Um, and the way they found out about it is one of these illegal immigrants that didn't have a CDL was driving a large filled dump truck for work. Uh, the brakes went out because it didn't have a brake inspection, and it rear-ended a pastor, his wife, and six adopted children and uh, had killed them all. And that's what actually broke this whole investigation open where they, they found out why this guy's driving and how he got his license and so on and so okay. forth. So he's, he told on him. But uh, – there's just so many different examples. You can just Google it and, and just Google Chicago election fraud or Philadelphia election fraud. Uh, there's a historical document. There's over been over a thousand criminal convictions in just the last eight years, and most each and every time it is fraudulent use of absentee ballots or it's stuffing because mail ballots. And those are the two things that they most commonly use or, you know, that makes the system easy to game. I mean, we've all lost a check in the mail. We've, uh, you know, what happens to the ballots that get returned back to the post office because it was undeliverable or the person had moved? Does anybody ever wonder what happens to those? I mean, I go back to think about the Gregoire and Rossi election back in 2004, where Rossi had won the first count won the second count, but then they found some disputed ballots, and then they found some uncounted absentee ballots, and suddenly she won by 42. The funniest thing is I'm reading a quote from her in 2004. She goes, this is the biggest display of democracy I have ever seen, she said. But now, if the system is so corrupt, why are people from both parties and even a couple of independents here and there being elected? I mean, why does it go back and forth if there's this, uh, I mean, you'd think that if there was this massive conspiracy that it would favor one side over the other, and it doesn't seem to do that. Um, I, I see, I, I just, I can't really, I can't really get, get down with these, these, uh, these massive and what's that? It works like the mafia. You know, the longer you're in, the higher up you go. You know, okay. you take a look at people like, you know, Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, 
You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, look at Charlie Crist. He was a Republican. He yeah. was a Democrat. And he's run as an independent. Right. It's not about party. These people are in on the, you know, scamming and scheming. And, you know, you rub my back, I'll scratch your back type of situations that, mm. that just happen. And it's just it happens more often when we have these people that are in office 30, 40 and 50 years, these same people. Well, Again, it's no secret that the incumbents have, have a pretty easy path to being reelected. Um, and, I mean, we can look at I, – I, I, we can look at uh, corruption. There have been people from both parties that have been found to have been corrupt and have Absolutely. done illegal things. But um, I don't know that – and I, I, maybe I, I guess maybe I sound crazy, but I don't think it's the majority of people who are elected to office that go bad. Um, but some do. It can't be denied. But I don't know that the entire system is corrupt and is um, corruptible. I think our election system here is pretty pretty well run, and uh, I think the people that do that uh, that uh, handle our voting system are dedicated and care a lot about how they do it and and doing it right. I I don't know that it's that uh, that we can indict it. I but. Since 2004, there's never been a Republican elected again. I would, we would never know. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? It, it when? It would, what? <laughs> in elected where? Since Gregoire here in Washington State. Well, yeah. I mean, there hasn't been an, a Republican elected right to the governorship since back in the 80s, but... Uh, I don't know. I that uh, I mean, you look at how this is generally considered to be a blue state, and you've got other states where there hasn't been a Democrat elected in in decades. So I mean, is that does that mean there's corruption there, or is one party just dominant over the other? A lot of questions. All right, all right. Thanks, Michael. Good to talk with you. Let's go to Tim, the Magamoron. I'm, I'm kidding, yeah. Tim. <laughs> no, that's how I. That's how I announce myself with all the right. stench of Trump all over me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then while you were out last week, uh-huh. uh, Rick called me a conspiracy theory. <laughs> theory. Okay. Okay. Uh, one quick trivia question, then my main point. Uh, okay. you, do you know why they call Chicago the Windy City? I think it's because of the yeah you know, the blowhards and the in the in in politics. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> most people wouldn't know that. They just think it's windy. Yeah, but yeah. You're absolutely one hundred percent right. The mistake <laughs> on the lake. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Cleveland. That's right. You're right. I know. Uh, uh, so, when Chris called up, I might have misheard you, but correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. And he said that Ashley Babbitt was the only one that got killed, and you said no other people did. There were other people who did lose their lives in in that riot. Uh, Ashley and Babbitt. Who were was... they? Could you name those people that <laughs> that lost their lives in that riot? No, I can't. Because there aren't any. What? If, I'll call back tomorrow, and okay. you get your list together. Okay. Now, now you had had a guy that had a stroke, uh, Officer Sesnick, which John reported got beat to death with the fire extinguisher. Okay. Uh, but he had a stroke, and the coroner said it was natural, and it didn't have anything to do with that. Okay. Now, you a can, couple you other can get, officers. All right, that's fine. You can get beaten in a, in a riot and, and then pass away, and it has nothing to do. Let's see. Did Kevin, okay, Kevin Greeson died of a heart attack, collapsing on the sidewalk west of the Capitol. Roseanne Boylan appeared to have been crushed in a stampede of fellow rioters as they surged. Yeah, these were on on the 6th. They happened that day. Okay. And, and, And Biden has said numerous times that five police officers had died in that riot. Four people in the crowd. Now I'm I'm getting this. This is this is from the New York Times. Oh, um, okay. It's a New York Times. All right. Four people died in the crowd. Ashley and Babbitt. And when was that? And when now, was that uh, article? This was January fifth, twenty twenty two. Updated okay. October thirteenth, twenty twenty two. Ashley Babbitt 
Kevin Greeson died of a heart attack, collapsing on the sidewalk. How did Ashley Babbitt die? She was fatally shot by a Capitol Police officer. Okay, and then the next one? Kevin Greeson died of a heart attack, collapsing on the sidewalk west of the Capitol. Roseanne Boylan appeared... West of the Capitol, did you say? On the sidewalk west of the Capitol, yes. So it wasn't in okay, there. Okay, okay, I'm not. All right, all right. These are people who died as a result of this riot that day. So he was west of the Capitol, but he was in the riot. Oh, for the... God's sakes. <laughs> We're not going to sit here and do this over and over and over. I mean, whatever. No, you Believe wrong, what you want to believe. It, it was an awful thing, Tim. It was what happened was. that day. It you, was. It, you're, it was. If, if you're trying to go and parse all this, you're saying that it, that it was nothing. I mean, and that, no. I think, is wrong. I am not trying to parse this, Joe. You are trying to parse it. That all these people died inside of the Capitol. It was a fatal riot. Guns. I mean, say what you will about what happened in Portland. Hundred nights. I don't think there was a death. Uh, and in fact, the the, the the rioters never even you don't think there never was a even death? entered the, the rioters when, in Portland around when the, the federal. Guys Tim, Tim, put a, a gun to a guy's head and shot him dead. I well, and then and well, guy. and then an Antifa guy ended up being shot to death by police. All right, yeah, but I'm talking. I'm talking about the riots there at the federal building. They never breached the federal federal building. They never never breached the fences. They never got inside the building. I mean, if no, we're gonna if we're gonna go back and forth on this and say this was worse than that, then this is where we're at. This is, we're not going to get beyond this. What we have to say well, is no, it's not. all we're wrong. Not. It's all wrong. And I've said over and over Absolutely. the riot, Tim. The rioting, okay. The the rioting in Portland was wrong. The rioting in Seattle. The rioting in Minneapolis. None of it was uh, was right or constructive in any way, shape, or form. And the the rioting rioting at the Capitol was wrong, Joe. But don't be saying that people died inside of there. With weapons, oh, flagpoles. Okay, yeah, all right, all right, Tim. I'm not okay. We're done. We're not. We're done arguing about that. It's not. We're not. It's not going anywhere. But and I got to take a break. But well, continue. Uh, Roseanne Boylan, Benjamin Phillips. Okay, people that died right there that day. All right, um, we'll take a quick break. Be back with more. Contractors, developers, building owners. If your project needs fire sprinkler installation, call Columbia Fire. Marty Boonstra here with Columbia Fire, your true one-stop shop for fire sprinkler design, installation, and maintenance. We've protected the Northwest for over 35 years, and we always put our clients first. You name it, we've done it. Schools, office buildings, industrial, and residential, too. For fire sprinkler installation, get on our schedule today at ColumbiaFire.net. That's Columbia fire.net. Do you have manufacturing experience? Ico wants you. Don't have manufacturing experience but willing to learn? Ico wants you. Looking for a job where you're valued and respected, offering good pay plus benefits? Ico wants you. Want a good job that'll take care of you and your family? Apply today at Ico to become a production operator. You'll start earning almost $23 an hour, plus a commuting allowance with great health care benefits, including a 401k matching fund program and plenty of room for advancement. Ico is is the leader in global roofing and related products with production facilities worldwide and in Sumas. They know that where you work matters. And what matters most is a company that trains and cares for their employees every single day. When you join the team at ICO, you join a family-owned business that values you for who you are, not just what you do. You're not just a number, you're part of the team. For more info and to apply, visit icocareers.com today. An equal opportunity employer and drug-free workplace. At Kendall Subaru of Marysville, we might have the best job ever. We get to help our customers find the perfect Subaru to get out and enjoy everything the Northwest has to offer in an ultra-dependable all-wheel drive Subaru. With all kinds of reviews and awards for quality, safety, and trust, it's not a surprise that a Subaru holds its value. With more and more fantastic customer reviews about getting a great buying experience at Kendall, there aren't really any surprises there either. But sometimes, it's all about timing, like getting the exact new Subaru you want when we order it straight from the factory just for you right now is the perfect time to pre-order your new subaru and get exactly what you want we'll walk you through the process and make sure you get a great deal whether it's checking out the new subaru outback wilderness or forester wilderness trading up to something newer or dialing in the perfect pre-order subaru at kendall subaru of marysville we're here to help you get exactly what you need 
Stop by today or get started at KendallSubaruMarysville.com. Kendall, let's start something great. This is Under Sheriff Doug Chadwick with the Whatcom County Sheriff's Office. We continue to get reports of scammers impersonating local law enforcement officers over the phone demanding payment for alleged offenses like missing jury duty or something similar. They might claim you have a warrant for your arrest. Often, they are very demanding and can be quite convincing. Let me be clear, we will never call you and demand money or any other type of payment. If you receive one of these calls, please hang up. Be well and be safe. A message from the Whatcom County Sheriff's Office and the Cascade Radio Group. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday, a lively discussion to get things rolling here. And uh, let's go to Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hey, welcome back, Joe. Thanks. Good to be back. Hey, uh, well, I'm not so sure. It's been a little tough. This <laughs> but I'm, I'm oh. glad you feel that way. <laughs> it's always interesting. Yeah, I, I have to say that. I want to lighten it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live. My wife and I watched it, and man, I mean, because every now and then I'll watch Saturday Night Live, and like, oh man, they're not funny. Oh, they're not funny anymore. You know. And I thought, so I give it a shot. And, you know, from his monologue to the skits and stuff, a lot of it was hilarious. And uh, I don't even know how uh, anybody can have a problem with it because he threw the left some real red meat. You know, at the end, towards the end of his monologue, he said, uh, you know, Trump was, uh, I mean, he said Trump was an honest liar. Yeah. And then he went about talking about it. It was funny. It was. And uh, I, I sure hope it's back. I mean, I can't. Uh, and then he said, too, that Trump was. Uh, Guilty of, uh, I forget how he said it, but he was guilty of uh, colluding with Russia. Well, it's been proven that he hasn't, or there has been no proof that he did. So he was, you know, he was trying to throw the left some red meat. And I I still don't, that there's still people on the left who want to have a problem with him. And, you know, a comedian's got to step over the line or on the line. And I think he did a perfect job. That's my opinion. Well, and, and, uh, glad and to, I'm glad, glad you brought it back. up because I watched him too, and I, and I had watched his um, Netflix special that uh, was, w- you know, that brought a lot of anger. And I'll be honest, I thought that that was mean spirited and and really not funny. I didn't see that. I'm talking about the Netflix special. I thought yeah, it I was. Didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't yeah. see it, and so I guess we don't have a common, uh, you know, place to, to judge about, it. But yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I mean, what I saw there, and people can go back and watch it. Uh, but I, I just felt it was mean spirited and and basically wasn't funny. It, they weren't jokes; they were just attacks, kind of on a on a community that's oh. already marginalized. But anyway, this, well, I, I have yeah. to agree. I thought I thought his monologue was really funny. I, I laughed out loud. I thought so, and. And I and I agree that comedians, especially they, that's what they do is they see, you know, they they speak a lot of truth, I guess. And at the same time, it, they, they, I mean, if you can't make fun of somebody, I don't know what 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 is left for comedy. And that, but that doesn't mean you do it, you know, unceasingly. And and I don't know. I well, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be too cruel. Just yeah. a little cruel to be funny, and don't try and draw blood. Right. If you do draw some blood, uh, then then stop and do something else. You know, when it's, that's what I've been watching with Saturday Night Live for years now. Yeah. It's just they're constantly drawing blood, constantly cutting. And it, it comes to a point where, okay, it's not, I'm a human being, and you're actually keep attacking me and things I care about. And, uh, you know, don't you, you want to lose half your audience? I mean... Because yeah. they did, but you know, so I hope they, I hope they're back, and uh, we'll see what happens. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate your thoughts. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, they, they, you know, you can, I'm sure you can find uh, his monologue on talking about um, uh, Dave Chappelle's monologue online too, and uh, see what you think. I, I thought it was pretty funny. There were, and he, he did. He took a lot of people to task. Um, including Kanye West and over his comments about about the Jewish people. And I just, that's uh, just, um, at a certain, you know, I mean, we'd have to be able to take a joke and then at a certain point 
the joke's not funny anymore. So where is that line, I guess? But real quick, uh, hi, hey, caller, what's your name? Do you want to be on the air? Oh, yeah, this is JT from Bellingham. All right, JT, go ahead. Hey, I just want to share an observation about um, your audience and everything, which is uh, before the election, you had a uh, one of your poll questions uh-huh. was um, – which which one do you think should be senator? And it was between Patty Murray and Tiffany Smiley. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember that. I, think I a couple do. Weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, Tiffany Smiley won that poll by 59 or 60%. Uh-huh. But she only got 43% of the statewide election. Mm-hmm. So that tells you right there there's about a 27% of your audience shift to the right. Well, there are a number of factors here. For one thing, our poll isn't a scientific poll. It's not, um, it's not vetted in a way that a scientific poll would be. And people can, people can skew it. And, and I, I, unfortunately, but that we don't have a, a way technically to keep that from happening. In other words, people can vote as much as they want. Unfortunately, and I'm sorry to put that out there, because then people will do it. But, okay. but, well, but it's, so it's not a scientific poll. Uh, so you okay. can't. Just assuming that it's that, that it was, you know, one person, one vote. It's really just your audience that's voting, right? All the right. people that was in the KGMI, right? Yeah, by and large, yeah. So you have about a 27 percent Republican conservative plus factor over the general population that listen to your show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'll, I'll say one thing, Joe, I really do enjoy, because you kind of balance out all the right-wing stuff that's always on here. Uh-huh. And that's good. Oh, like, yeah. Some of my friends, my right-wing friends, are just livid over John and Ferndale. Yeah. I think it's wonderful that John and Ferndale has... A platform. And he kind of shakes it, shakes things up. Well, JT, I'm sorry I'm out of time, and I appreciate your thoughts, and I appreciate all your calls. And uh, we'll continue our conversation tomorrow for sure. And I uh, hope you have a re- great rest of your Monday.